Hi, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera. Welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week on the show, I invite a friend to thrift with me. We gather a haul, drag it back to the studio to tell you all about it. This week, I welcome back my co-host, Josh Larkin. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Everybody, welcome to another exciting edition of Thrifty Podcast. We're going to start things differently with a game. Um, so get in a safe place if you're driving, pull over. Um, if you're in your room, uh, stop doing all the other stuff that you do in your room. Just take some time. Maybe get alone. Maybe in a dark room. Turn the lights off. I'll wait. Okay, because here's the game. We want you to guess what we found by one noise so our first thrifty find today first hint on it water hit it cartoon hit it nickelodeon hit it Could you guys guess so far? Three hints so far. Any guesses? No, no. That's not what it is. Late 90s. Hit it. (laughs) There was two of them, and they lived in a house on water. Hit it. (laughs) Way out of town. That was the, the name of the place. They lived in way out of town. Hit it. (laughs) All right. We're going to give you a little uh, five seconds. Cartoon. Water. Nickelodeon. Late 90s. What was the town again? Way out of town. They lived in way out of town. All right. Time's up. If you haven't guessed it, what we found today as a part of our thrifty haul, our first thing, we found... Norbert Beaver from the Angry Beavers. Uh, it's from 1998, and it's a wind-up chomping wood doll. So the wood busts in, um, the teeth bust into the wood. That was your find today, Josh. Yeah, I would like to say I didn't mean to to fuck up the 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 beaver poles. It yeah. was just, <laughs> there were a lot more. There's a lot of beaver poles. There were a lot more than I had initially expected when we rehearsed the bit of the. But yeah, he's got a little um. I don't know. What would you say? He's about a foot tall. Yeah, about a foot tall. Um, what's What's cool about that is is I was looking that up, and Norbert's actually uh, the more rare one than Daggett. And usually, when things go to the outlet, you have to think they come in pairs. But who knows? But Norbert Beaver, 
he chomps wood, and I guess it didn't come with wood, but that like thing you were hearing, that was his chomp action. That's yeah, that's the mouth going up and down, and he's a little like he's plush, but he's got like a robot butt that he sits on, and it kind of moves him along the table as he chomps up and down. And the thing you pull out, it's a piece of wood. So I think that's the mm-hmm. oh, oh. <laughs> you can't do it while you're holding the light. Oh, but I think that's why he. Uh... <laughs> I think that's why he's got mm-hmm. the the wood on the front. But yeah, so, uh, not a bad find. Not uh, a bad find. Very nostalgic for it. So. And the the funny thing about that that was like your that was your big get for today was Norbert. Yeah. Norbert Beaver. Not big get. I mean, there was a lot of stuff out there, but it was a lot of shit today. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he was my big get, and I paid under two dollars for everything. So not bad, right? Not bad. I mean, I I watched that growing up when my daughter was growing up. She watched it. It's a great show. Nick, Nicktoons. Yeah, yeah. It only ran for a couple of years. I think it's like mm-hmm. it's just hit its twentieth anniversary now. So so there was a lot of uh not angry beaver stuff per se, but a lot of like plush animals today. A lot of like toys because it is the Christmas season. You got to clear out the old stuff so you can get new stuff. That's the rule that parents have for kids. And today was, I think, uh, since this show started, the first time I had to clean snow off my car to begin the day. I think was today was our first snowy thrift. It's full on, yeah, Christmas spirit, snowy thrifts. So busted Christmas lights. Uh, something really cool I found today was an open barbecue sauce bottle that was all over some stuff. <laughs> found that with your entire hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have an update. If you're a follower of the show and listen a couple episodes ago, uh, there was an older woman. Um, her name oh. is Mary. And Mary, we used to, we loved Mary. Mary, we still haven't seen her. I, I've gone thrifting two or three times since I said that. So Mary, one of our friends from the thrift store, has went missing, and we figure she is dead. Presumed, yeah. And it was the first time today, I guess this show's starting to get bigger, somebody noticed me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the yeah, outlet from ran, your show. Ran into a, uh, a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't He wasn't stalking. He just he was there before we were, to be uh, fair. We, we go to Goodwill Outlets, and I was waiting for the new bins to go out, and this older gentleman was just like, hey, do you podcast? And I said, yeah. He said, listen to your show. And I just went, yeah. And then he went, yeah. And then I dropped it because I was like, that didn't seem great. That doesn't seem like something that he wanted to do. But later we did shake his hand before we left. You shook his hand. You didn't shake his hand? No, there was no handshake. It didn't look like he had even acknowledged me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure, like, if you listen to the podcast, I'm on a fair bit. Yeah, like 70%. So I thought, like, there's a decent chance that this man has heard me. So I was like... Here's my voice. Hello, sir. This Here's is my voice. This is this is what I sound like as well. Last this call. Is, nice to meet you. This is the this is the tone I use. Hello. Yeah, this is how I speak on the microphone. But yeah, uh, but it was really nice of him, to, right? To be like, hey, he said he's like, keep mm-hmm. up the good work, and that yes, implies we're doing that. good work. Yeah, because originally when I spoke to him, I was pretty defeated by the whole thing because I just said like he said yeah, and I said I just kind of dropped it. 
And because you're like, well, how did he hear it? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. I dropped it. But on the way out, he said, keep up the good work. And he said, it's nice to hear like-minded people or something. Yeah. He said, yeah, something about being like-minded people. And it was really elevating. So if you're still out there listening, my man, just say hi next time again. Yeah. It'll be good to see. And in general, if we're out in public. Yeah. Yeah. Come come see us. Um, Email us as well because we have some emails later on that we're going to get to in Act 2. Thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo. Um, Coming up in the show too, as we've been teasing, yep, that Christmas EP I've been working on is out. You've heard a song from it on the show before. You're going to hear another one during the commercial break. So it's an action-packed show. Um, The haul today was pretty good. I still have some stuff from the last time that Ryan, Kaylee, and I went out. Um, that we're going to talk about. Um, but something that you found today, Josh, for me, we're going to start off uh, with something close to home. Got a cool VHS tape today. This one's really cool because um, I used to work at a Toys R Us. Like, oh, I forgot all about that. I did know that, but did forget. Yeah, I worked at a Toys R Us for just a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really weird, long situation. Um but the the tape that we found today was a Nintendo 64 promotional video by Toys R Us. Yeah. So you would see on on the wall behind the cash register, they had little... Because that's where they sold the video games because sure. they were locked up. And next to them, they would run promo tapes of the video games. And this is one for three Nintendo 64 games. So Ken Griffey Jr., um, 1080 snowboarding, which is a choice nug, if I have to say so myself, 1080. And then um, Kobe Bryant, NBA courtside. Yeah, and absolutely, 1080. Like, if you look at this, oh, you've got Kobe Bryant, you've got Ken, Ken Griffey, Griffey Jr., yeah. 1080, no sponsorship, no athlete attached to it. No hype, no pop coming in. Easily the best game out of the three. 1080 banged, didn't it? It was so fucking good. What does this tape say on the back? If an N64 athlete can't find an opponent, they play against the computer. While the computer doesn't have any ego to crush, any pride to trample, or any spirit to break, it never hurts to practice. And it's written in like... <laughs> like, oh, impact, bold, like... It's on like broken concrete, like uh-huh. with like a very impactful urban font. And I yeah. thought it would have more punch at the end. Uh huh. Never, never hurts to practice. I gotta haven't got a chance to watch it, but I'm gonna put that in maybe at my birthday party. See how that flies. But I remember like that impact font that's on the the back of the tape on that. At the time, that was like sort of like the thing to do because I was young, but I pay, I played like basketball. I was on my grade school basketball team, and Nike came out with like a line of shirts where it just said like impactful shit that didn't mean anything, but it was all like like pseudo masculine bullshit. It was like blood, sweat, tears, just dribble the ball. That's it's been like, a trend what the for fuck? it's been a trend for a really long time now, and it was always just like word art, but. Yeah. Then you could take like the the texture and put the texture over that over the word art, and then you're like, oh shit, look, slam not- a drop shadow behind oh. it, and you're like, Boo. Mwah, mwah. yeah. So I I was a victim of that as somebody that was my dad was the basketball coach, um, so I would get like Nike shit, I would get like Fila shit, because I'm like, I guess I have to do, th-. but it was just like so fucking bizarre, just like. 
slam dunk the basketball, middle finger, yeah. like, yeah. like I've never had a Tasmanian bu- devil and bugs with the fucking oh, b-boy the, hats. I I had that shirt, but that was like the least athletic athletic shirt you could possibly own because I didn't have an athletic body, mm-hmm. and I still <laughs> don't. <laughs> I so, was gonna say you, so you do now. Wearing wearing any athletic gear automatically looks fake on me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that was clearly that was a gift because you don't buy that. Like, yeah, I was pretty much built like Slenderman f- since I came out of the womb. So me trying to wear like athletic boy clothes looks so fucked up. I in eighth grade, eighth grade, I was wearing Fubu, which I shouldn't oh, have been. I wore Mecca. I had some Mecca Ooh. shit in high school. Ooh. Yeah, and I was big into Fila, um, but I was a Pistons guy, and Grant Hill represented yeah. Fila, so I, by proxy, was Fila. But well, Mecca was, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, com, where you could hear Delicious Cookie, my latest hip-hop EP, I, I rap about Grant Hill and the Detroit Pistons. So get it there. Boom. Yeah, so that's always it. That's promoing. A, that, I always got a promo. Always. Um... Another find today, and this was pretty much immediate when I walked into the door. Um, I'm I've been actively looking for shoes because my dress shoes have a hole in them, so I've been wearing my boots. But the boots that I've been wearing to work the past couple of days are beer stained. Um, hopefully, no one noticed that. I think my boots every day probably have beer stains on them. Yeah, so, so my beer stained boots, I can't wear it. I can't wear anymore, and my regular dress shoes have a hole. So I was looking for shoes. And I found shoes of a different kind today. Immediately, we're talking zombie slippers. They're great. We were shopping opposite of each other at the time you found these. Yeah. And immediately- Put your hand in this guy. Has your foot been in it already? Yeah, but it's clean enough. You know, okay. okay. Why can't I just put my foot in it? Why do I have to put my hand in it? Put your foot in it. Yeah, Yeah, you get grossed out pretty easily. Maybe not do that. Mm -hmm. Well, I just, I mean- it's Fair a enough. it's a foot pocket. It's had your foot in it that it's I know. It's a comfortable of. foot pocket. That's Another, what slippers are. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a giant foot pocket. And these bad boys, I don't think yeah. that they've ever been worn. No, the uh, I feel the foam on the bottom of them. It's not squished at all, really. It's and and with it, quite they're, fluffy. They're zombie slippers, and what you do is you put your foot in the mouth of the zombie, and it's like a green face zombie. One of its eyes is barely attached. It's the outside eye or the inside eye on each one, depending on how you'd like to wear them. Yeah, and then it has, like, black hair with, like, brains popping out. And these look pretty cool. They're just a tad small, but, I mean, if you get them for, like, you know, if you charge by the pound, they're not even, they can't even be a pound. Like, they're nothing. No, they're, yeah, 30 cents. And I was doing some research on them, and they were made by Think Geek. And the reason why that these get pricey is because they're discontinued, and they're also technically women's slippers. I think Think Geek does a lot of exclusive stuff, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm not sure why slippers have a gender, because it's a fucking zombie head you put your foot in the mouth. I didn't know if like men had different zombie heads they put their feet in. And if I was a betting man, uh, you can't really tell, but I would say that it's a man zombie. Yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't... So I, but zombie doesn't have gender. But I was looking on eBay for what these puppies go to, and I th- sent you like a screenshot. There's some of these uh, zombie slippers. People have them for 
over $90. Over $90 for something that I got like less than a buck. And that's the great value in thrifting is you never know what you're going to find. You never wrote that on a list like, I can't wait to get some zombie slippers. Women's zombie slippers. And, boom, there you go. And we've been, and we'll get to why, but in the second act, like I mentioned, there's some questions coming in we're going to answer. But it made us actually uh, like YouTube search Goodwill Outlet and the culture behind it. And what we didn't realize until literally five minutes before we were recording the show is there are so many videos on YouTube if you search Goodwill Outlets, but it's people like introducing you to the culture. And I was born in the culture. I don't need an introduction to the culture. You are you are the bane of thrifting. Right? Yeah, like and it's it's like well here's what happens. And and a girl said like well. Um, you have to wait because when things get wheeled out, you have to be patient. I'm like, patience is not a word that I've ever had to be there because there isn't anything in particular I'm looking for. I think it was the same girl who's like, oh, I'm always in, you know, like a bad mood when I leave here. Why do you go? Why like, do you go? I'm, our if, moods are never going to be as high as your mood. If like, if you and I spent time together, but every time we did, I felt bad afterwards. I probably wouldn't would hang just out break with you. up. Yeah, and if, <laughs> we were same just thing. Break up. If you were a goodwill, I wouldn't go to you. You know, I would just do something else with. Or my if time. I was like, "Hey, man, this is fun," you'd say, "Hey, it's not fun for me," and yeah. then I would say, "Okay, I won't bring you anymore." Yeah, it's not. It. It's not me. It's you. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so with that, we have like Norbert. That was straight off. Uh, the zombie slippers, which is good. Um. The Nintendo tape, as I mentioned before, some odds and ends that we picked up that there's not a lot of story that goes with them, but something we, a uh, couple of things we got. I got uh, salt and pepper shakers today that were ceramic, and they're tombstones, which is pretty cool. It just just a little after Halloween, but yeah, they have skull and crossbones on both of them. And they and have vacancy written on them. What else we have uh, on the table? You got you, the McDonald's glass here. Oh yeah, the McDonald's glass. That's another thing you found for me today. Yeah, this is uh oh, it's Roman numerals. What is this? 14. Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl 14, Pittsburgh versus LA. And it's like a McDonald's cup and it's got like Bradshaw on there. A lot yeah. of cool other stuff there. Yeah, it's got a picture of uh Bradshaw and Jack Ham and then like a drawn picture of Terry Bradshaw leaves the field in triumph. Mm-hmm. And then also a picture of Sam Davis. Oh, thank God for Sam. As I'm not it, as it they always say. I've lived in Pittsburgh a long time. I consider myself a fan. I mean, I don't know much about Super Bowl fourteen, mm-hmm. but I really don't know who Sam Davis is at all. So that was a, a lot of our haul today. Uh, coming up next is what happens to be, I think, mutually our favorite part of the show these days. I look forward to it. It's the one time a week I know I'm going to get surprised and be very happy about it. Perfect. Um, so new fans of the show. Uh, when I was younger, I, I, my family didn't have money for like GI Joes or what I'm into is wrestling. And so they couldn't buy wrestlers all the time, but something they could buy and something they could afford, they were called, uh, the core and who the core are in, I guess in layman's terms, they're generic GI Joes. Uh, what was cool about the core is the fact that there's several different, uh, action figures in the core. And they would be repainted for different missions. So one week they'd be in the desert. The next it would be like down under. Um, you know, the next they'd be traveling to the North Pole. Who knows? So they were all painted different and they were individual action figures. I've been recollecting those for quite some time. Getting the boys back together. Getting the boys back together. 
And we've been doing a segment on the show where uh, I, I get these secondhand, obviously, and I'm recollecting them back together. I present them to Josh, who has no core knowledge. Absolutely. No cores growing up. Never owned the core. Never, none of my friends Nothing. had the core. Never exposed to it. So I have him give him a name, give him an occupation, and then I tell him he's wrong. <laughs> so this is me at my core. All right, folks. So we got uh, uh, we have like three or four guys, which I usually like to like to give to him, and I'm gonna hand them over to him now, and he's gonna pick them one by the one at a time, give them an occupation, give them a name, describe them to the fans out right. there, and then I'll I'll come back to you of what they actually are. Okay, so there's four, and I'm just gonna stir them up over here. I'm not gonna look, and I'm just gonna pick them out. I will say. Usually he he gets a uh, he he peers at them before the episode just a little bit. He wants he wanted to go in blind this week. Oh. So what do we have here? This guy looks like security at a BDSM club. <laughs> he is, yeah, he does. He is yeah, like, he does. Yeah, like not too far from removed. Yeah, if Judge Dredd fucked the cop from uh, the Village People, and this is what their baby would. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, he's got like a belly shirt and a vest. It's a vest, but it's like a belly vest, and he's clearly got a belly button, which is weird to see mm-hmm. on a tiny little action figure. But they gave him belly button. Yeah, he's also wearing like a, uh, I don't know, some sort of like military or like combat helmet mm-hmm. and Sunglasses, goggles. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's got gauntlets on with like gold spikes and chains. he's got yeah he's got gold chains on his little belly vest mm-hmm. um oh man what's the what are the pants about um he's got like blue shiny pants mm-hmm. um, so gray and blue yeah but sunglasses his like underpants are green so like yeah his underpants are green i was hoping you noticed that yeah it so, doesn't really there's really no no lead in for that but i was hoping you noticed that well, that's why I like to think that the blue is supposed to be the nylon underneath his hot pants. Now, the figure you have, do you think he could be a good guy, a bad guy? What do you What do you feel in there? He looks like a bad guy. He's got a lot of spikes, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it it looks like bad guy helmet. Yep. Um, I will say, correct so far. You can't be good and gay in the '80s. Not when they made these things. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yeah. It's a, he's though like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's his occupation? What does he do? You think? Oh, well, yeah, we cleared that up. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> a security of BDSM. Club. Yeah, he's okay. the security of BDSM. Well, that is wrong. Um, I'll say that much. Figured, I'm sure he does. Knowing but... that these are children's toys, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But a name for that fella. I'm just gonna go with Spanky. Spanky. Okay. Spanky. Okay. So as I mentioned before, these core guys, a lot of the molds were repainted and re like uh, d- different departments shipped out in different colors. Is there a mold where he's covering his fucking belly button? No, there's <laughs> no mold in that. That right there, we're looking at Crowbar, and that's actually the first version of Crowbar. Okay, Crowbar makes sense. And in uh, Crowbar was an urban punk. 
He was a rec he was known for his reckless frontal attack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just a, yeah. Yeah. He was a misspent youth as an enforcer in an inner city gang. Very big, but not very bright. Strong sense of fair play. Sides with the underdog. Uh, he belonged to a his, that version belonged to a fictional biker gang. See, the last bit makes him sound like a good guy, though. Like he's very big, not very bright, but he sides with the underdog. Well, he's just a punk kid, and he. He belonged to a fictional biker gang, and the fictional biker gang, and I don't know this because I'm not like, uh, like G.I. Joe wasn't my thing, that, but there's, uh, they're called the Dreadnoughts, and they're a, a G.I. Joe biker gang. And he and also Bad Boy, who sits on my desk, they were a tag team. Okay. Well, in my fed, they were a tag team. Then that makes sense. He has the same... Uh, Whispering Willie is who Bad Boy is. Whispering Willie. <laughs> he has the same upper body as Whispering Willie, just painted different. He has the same upper body. See, I thought that Bad Boy had even less attire on up front, but now that I think about it, it mm -hmm. is just that, but red. Yeah. And that's also, like, again, there's different whispering willies there's different crowbars so once upon a time they came in the same color so when i when they had the same gear i was like bad boy punks baby oh i get it yeah, yeah crowbar but that's uh version one crowbar that's the first one the helmet makes his head look like it's four times bigger than like it ought to be he's not very bright there's not a lot up there all right so let's... and all these core figures are from 1986 to 1993 i don't know if i mentioned that before all right, Josh has picked up his second core figure. Name, occupation. Yeah, this and I'll guy. I'm wrong. Um, You're wrong. Is a head to toe red like sweatsuit uh, mm -hmm. with cargo pants and a red stocking cap. Mm -hmm. um, his face looks like Rocky. Mm -hmm. And what then... nationality do you think he is? Because I'll 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 say why this is important later. Uh, Yugoslavia. Okay. Yugoslavian. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, definitely like a. Now, does any does that version have any guns or anything on him? Yeah, he's a well, he's got like uh, yellow slashes like across him. Mm -hmm. um, it's like so it's like a red bodysuit sort yeah, of like with a like, long sleeve red shirt, long, yeah, red pants, yellow slashes, yeah, black it boots. Looks like bootleg Macho Man attire from mm -hmm. when he joined the Mega Maniacs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah, his. Uh, he's got a gun across his chest, a gun on his leg. His guns are bright orange with yeah. his bright red. Um, but his cap matches his clothes, all red. Yeah, and then he's got um, like the double chin, like a butt chin, mm -hmm. uh, which I don't think I've seen on any of the other core guys. I don't mm -hmm. think I've seen the butt chin. I don't chin. think so, no. Um, but he looks like... He looks like he's hiding in the bushes or something. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> that, okay, okay. It looks like his occupation is stalker, mm -hmm. um, but he's colorblind and, like, can't tell the difference <laughs> between, like, do you like my new green sweatsuit? Like, oh, Vlad, uh, it's red, buddy. Um, can't be a good stalker if you can't even tell the color of someone. No, no. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Vlad the Stalker. Okay, Vlad the Stalker. What you have in your hand is the second version of John Eagle. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why I said, like, what the fuck's up? Because the name never matched the, the guy. No, he looks like Evgeny Malkin. John Eagle. 
And the interesting thing about John Eagle is he has so many versions of him. So many versions of him. Is his last name Eagle all in one, or is his middle initial, middle initial E and Eagle. last name Gull? <laughs> no, no. John Eagle, uh, the first edition had a it, it's the same mold by the way when i when i say different it's always the same mold but they're painted different and john eagle was like one of the main core guys of the core he was in everything he has so many versions his face always looked like this yeah always the same one but the, his original version had uh it, he had a blue shirt he had blue long sleeve shirt and camo pants and I could be wrong, but I don't think that I am. I think version one was the only time that he didn't have a more uniform color. Um, because he had a blue shirt, camo pants, but that one is red bodysuit with yellow checks. Basically. If he's going to be John Eagle, he should always be required to wear red, white, and blue. Right? You can't be... He's wearing Soviet colors, too. Like, you can't do that. Like, he might as well just have a sickle and hammer on his ass. But his background, he trained in martial arts and is a veteran of many long-range reconnaissance missions. Formal, former Special Forces Green Beret. A master of covert jungle operations. The silent type. The silent type. That's because if he talks, you'll notice that he has a Russian accent. Yeah. He's a covert op. Next up here, and again, I'm recollecting my figure, so I'm just getting these back in. You'll then appreciate the figure I'm about to show you. Is this a guest entrant? This is a guest entrant to this. I was ripped off. I was ripped off. Oh, is this Fox? Fox head and John Eagle body. That's another version of John Eagle's body. Oh, see, this is a fancier version. Like, he really, mm -hmm. it, his other, the red one we just reviewed, doesn't have any marks on the back. But no. this one is the exact same mold, but it's hunter orange. And then Bright blue. Bright orange, blue things on it. Those are, they're Zs and Vs. Yeah, and it's like the, it's an orange bodysuit, just like the red bodysuit. Different head on but, that guy. Yeah, Fox's head is stuck. So as I'm trying to, you know, thrift these core guys to get my collection back. You get some Franken. I some get Franken some, course. I cannibalized guys. And that was in one of, the, one of the lots that I got. And it was it was listed as John Eagle, but it's John Eagle's body and Fox's head. That's John Eagle. <laughs> That's who he is. That's John yeah. Eagle. So grab another guy here. All right. Here we've got an actual red beret. Um... This guy looks just like, he's wearing just like a straight up green military suit. Mm -hmm. He looks like the extra who operates the gate at the in the core movie. Who <laughs> 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 yeah, who just salute, salute to, he salutes he as, the, gets the, gate as the truck goes by and then like the movie cuts away and you never see him again. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you a clue on this one because usually you, you get pretty close, but I'm gonna give you some. So, the first version of him, it did come with weapons. It came with a uh, sniper rifle, backpack, and he, he used to be all green. He's mostly green now, right? Yeah, he, I yeah, mean... Even his hat was green. Okay, so... That's the second version. My, so my the, clue is that he once had a green hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of a red one. And also, he carried a sniper rifle. Okay. So his the version of this guy, the second version, is very close to the first. Okay. So they wanted him to keep that look. Okay, but he um, 
he's got a dumbass smirk on his face. Like mm-hmm. he's got like a, a mid fart face. Like he's got like teeth showing mm-hmm. and like a lip curled, but also eyebrows furled and down. Mm-hmm. Um, sarcastic, like almost hey. yeah, snarly. Hey. Yeah, like a weasel. Do you face. think he's a good guy or a bad guy? I think he's a good guy. Okay, because he has core. And an exclamation point. <laughs> and that's the brand. Pants. And that's the brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think the bad guys are like, core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the core is They're here. Like, Fuck the core. Yeah. I hate them so much. I'm going to paint them on my pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then like a red beret. He's got a grenade on his chest uh, along with a cu- couple knives. Yeah. Uh, and a pistol on mm-hmm. the on the leg. Um. Well, you told me he's a sniper, mm-hmm. or he had a sniper. He rifle. had a sniper gun, original uh, rifle, original. So my guess is that he's a sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he's green, I'm gonna go with uh, snake, snake, snake. His name is Hammer, and he is a good guy. Okay, so he, like cock the hammer. He's bringing the hammer down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was known for his long-range reconnaissance, reconnaissance patrol and sniper mission specialist, former Army Ranger and expert marksman. He made his personal, uh, made all his missions personal, and he and he fought against terrorism in all of its forms. So why'd you tell me his hat was green? How's that gonna help me? Well, I just I knew what the first one was like. I was like, the first one had a green hat and guns, and this one doesn't. They all have guns. I didn't know you were going to take to the green hat so much. I it thought you was, were going to leave that. I thought you were going to be like, okay, gun. Yeah, well, I knew he, you told me he's like he's got a sniper rifle and a green See, hat. See, my, clue, my like, clues only hurt you. Okay, so he's a sniper, and mm-hmm. That's he, hammer. he wears green all the time. And back when I had... Uh, Back when I had my federation, as I as I mentioned, I just said that I, you know, I would make these wrestlers and I would make them fight and I would have tag teams. I named Hammer Marcus, and he was like my lead face. He was my lead good guy. He's got like a real good guy look about him. I should I have chose wh- the other guy. I just looked at him. Yeah, we'll get to him next time. But uh, yeah, I used him, and uh, so Hammer would go against Whispering Willie, who I called Bad Boy, and that was the top feud. Hammer versus Whispering Willie. It would it put butts in the seats. Everybody was watching that. Like Core Mania. Even just looking at him, and I mean, you'll see Hammer against uh, what's his name, Crowbar. Crowbar. The Battle of the Tools. <laughs> <laughs> that that looks like it would be a good matchup. You know, they've got very opposing gimmicks. They they would just fight in a shed, like a tool shed. Battle of the Tools. Yeah, just all all weapons match. Can't hit each other with your fists. Only weapons. Well, Whispering Willie came with a chainsaw gun, so maybe that is it. Maybe the whole thing is like they were like the the creators were just like in the goddamn shed, and they were just like, "What do you got over there? I got a crowbar. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, what's it? No, that's crowbar. You know the urban punks were making crowbar hammer hammer. If this guy we're gonna do later, (laughs) if his fucking name is Wrench. I'm done with this show. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Again, uh, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Um, We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to head back to the Roach Coach because we have some questions that uh, 
As I said before, we were looking at some YouTube videos on it, but we're going to hit you back. But in the meantime, enjoy my Christmas Christmas season and I'm in bed sneezing and sniffling I've been cold and wishing that you were here cause I'm missing the times that we had before we called it quits cause you were sick of my shit but that's it I'm writing to Santa that jolly red panda to tell him I don't want gifts or gadgets I want to return to the magic cause I'm lost in the Atlantic Throw me a bone, don't spend winter alone I'm a fluff ball with brittle bones But I'm waiting by the phone You never dissolve like styrofoam For Christmas, just come home And I'm stuck in bed, it's pretty tough I don't know when enough will be enough You know I get stuck on sentimental stuff Like thinking about your butt While I edge up my undercut but as the season keeps fading, I'll be more patient and waiting for Santa to slay and eat delicious cookies stately. Together we'll punch some racist free weed as long as you pay me tinted windows on the Mercedes. I'll wait for somebody else to save me. Cause all that's left is garbage. Garbage. Cause all that's left is garbage Garbage Oh, it's already rec- it's already recorded. You're, we're already back. We just had before we get to the Roach Coach, very important segment, the Roach Coach. We had a Chris, a bona fide Christmas miracle happen in front of you, and it involved me. Finally, getting a lost item back. You lose so much stuff. You finally got something back. I got something back, folks. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas, so I've been ordering packages 
for all of the boys, and I have not got a single package. <laughs> we went over our Christmas present. Yeah, so. a couple episodes ago, Josh and I, we ended up getting uh, each other the same gift, which was awesome, but I lost his. I never got it to him, but then he was like, I got mine, so now we could share that. Another So that's gone. That's no, MIA still. A second one was a patch that I got. I ordered it. That's MIA. Nothing on that. And there's no return on that because at least the, the gift that I lost that was your gift, you re, you got me the same gift. So we shared that one. So it worked out. It worked out. The patch is gone. And the lost. patch is gone. There's nothing on that. Third gift coming down the, the pike, I ordered a record for my friend, uh, Chris Farron's uh, Christmas record, if you're a Chris Farron fan. Um and they got repressed on vinyl, and there's a limited supply. So immediately I got, I bought the, the vinyl. Disappeared. I have heard nothing on it. I messaged Chris Farron on Instagram, and he's like, I don't know. Check Asian Man Records. And I checked Asian Man Records, and they shipped it to 1515, my address. <laughs> I almost did it. I almost did the whole thing. We could put a bleep and post at it, but... yeah. 1515 my address which is across the street is the relevant point they shipped it across the street oh that's not my address yeah it shipped it across the street so it was not coming here so it, but i knew where it was shipped it was shipped across the street so i was like okay so i woke up early i went over and knocked on the door it wasn't too early it was like nine o'clock ten that's early no it had to be i picked you up at ten yeah so it had been like nine nine thirty yeah knocked on the door Nothing. Knocked on the door. Nothing. So I was like, okay, maybe they're not up. So I went back home. I wrote them a note that said, hey, I live across the street. I had a package shipped to your house instead of mine. Just like, let me know if you have it. MIA. Don't know where it is, but it should be at your house, says this receipt. You have my shit. It's got my name on it. Yeah. I would like it. Yeah. So I left the note in the mailbox, and then I waited and then I go to the work in the afternoon. So I left my house and I passed that house and saw that the note wasn't in the mailbox, but the porch light was on. And I was like, wow, wow. So they had the gall to get the note in the mailbox and not do a fucking thing. Not text me, I have it, or text me, I don't have it, nothing. We found out the reason for it and it's not entirely justified, but yeah. I mean, I can understand how it happened. So during the break, um, I put on my zombie slippers because it's real, folks. What, what we say on the show that we have. So I put on zombie slippers, jean shorts, a vintage tee that says. Well, you Jock. already had the upper clothes on. The zombie slippers were the only thing new that new went to on. it. Already wearing clothes because. Um, so I put a jacket on, and we we took a little smoke break outside. And while we're while I'm wearing these slippers in a ridiculous outfit. There's a guy standing on the porch across the street, and I went, should I say something? Yeah, smoking a cig. I light up my cig. You look over, and he's there. And I'm like, should I say something? You're like, and so I just go, hey, man. And then he doesn't even look up. He goes, hi. And then I just shoot my shot. I'm like, hey, I left a note in the mailbox this morning. It was for me. I was the guy who did that. Uh, you guys got one of my packages. And he's like, what? And then he's like, I'm, I'll tell my girlfriend. Yeah, you're like, do you live there? He's like, no, my girlfriend does. And oh, yeah, like, I did ask him if you live yeah, there. Yeah, you live there? No, my girlfriend does. He's like, she's getting out of the car. I'll ask her. And so he asks her, and then she goes, she's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I, I do. I know it's there. Yeah. 
It's there. It's a package, and you have it. It's a record. It's not a small. It's not like no. you misplaced like a watch. And then she's like, "Oh, I don't know." And I'm like, "Ah, weird. Ugh, you do know. I. It's there." And so she's like, "She went inside." So I was like, "I thought it was over. I thought the it was fucked." And while she went inside, he came outside, shut the garage door, ignored got his shit me. out of his ignored car, ignored me, didn't say a thing. And walked back inside, and then she reemerged. She reemerges from the house, and she's got the record in her hand. And I'm like, I'm gonna win. And then I realize I'm wearing jean shorts and zombie slippers, and a coat, and that's it. And you got to walk down and meet her, and you got to walk down. She can. So, it's visible very so clearly. So she she just holds up the record, and I I I I just <laughs> just sneak. you scurried. I scurried. <laughs> Through snow across the street in my zombie slippers that I got. From- Thank you, Think Geek. Yeah, thanks. They're <laughs> waterproof on the bottom, as far as we can tell for the moment. <laughs> I just love that before we went out there, before this whole thing happened, you're like, you're going to freeze. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll put the slippers on. I'm going to wear these slippers. I'm not going to see anybody I know. It's like running to Walmart real quick. So we have a Christmas miracle. Um, if But a uh, hard segue... Like, you guys are our Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh, what a transition. So, uh, Roach is out there. Uh, they email in their questions, comments, and concerns to us at thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo. And yes, you can email me. Uh, send your thrift hauls. We haven't got, like, thrift haul pictures in a while. So, if you have a cool thrift haul, send it to us. But um, we got a uh, an email this week. That uh, was asking us of our uh, behavior at outlets, uh, the behavior of others at at the outlet as well. They write in. They say, thrifty. Hello to all the roaches. So they... They said hello. Roaches, it's it's a thing. It's out there. Boom. So I don't know it if works. this one's for us. Maybe. Well, no, they said thrifty. Hello to all the roaches. Okay, so yeah, they're your roaches too. I have a quick question about the places you shop that charge by the pound. I know that it's first come, first serve for the new stuff. Are there a lot of pushing, broken bones, Goodwill, the Goodwill outlets, the YouTube videos make them look insane? They can be. Yeah, they um, can be. It really depends on a couple things. One, the amount of people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, more seasoned pros, I think, are a little bit more respectful. A lot of the new people, I think, just kind of dive mm-hmm. in new people to goodwill outlets they either like overstay their welcome and they're like immediately in and they don't know the etiquette they take stuff out of people's hands they do all kinds of stuff or they just like fall back and like peace out in five minutes it's either or i go back and forth between like wanting to dive in and like just staying back like today i dove in because there mm-hmm. weren't a lot of people there no. i mean mary's dead but there were still a couple of the other mm-hmm. regulars there. They're all very much alive. Who I would trade. Who I would not that I wish anyone dead, but I would trade Mary back. I cannot wait for the day we go and Mary is there cuz I know it's going to happen. I know in my heart of hearts that Mary is not passed away that she is still living and that one day we will go there and Mary that's, will still that's be there. That's the real Christmas miracle. That's what's going to happen. It's for Mary. She's going to be there. Mm-hmm. The, the the flip side of this story is the gentleman that we talked to today was her younger husband. Watch. Watch. And oh. Mary Mary listens to the show. Oh, boom. Yeah. Flipped. So the Goodwill outlets it. that we do travel to, um, yes. And for those unfamiliar, um, it's uh, yeah thrift store. And 
everything is put into large blue bins rolled out onto the floor and you just dig through the bins for the stuff there and we actually did some youtube searching because we were saying earlier in the show we understand that there's a culture but i've been a part of it for a long time so i don't i don't i've never needed an introduction i don't think and these were all introductions to goodwill outlets but if you've never been to an outlet that's a good video yeah and yeah. when i started going with you i was telling you i went in completely cold you were mm-hmm. just like this is the thing i do do you want to come do it and i was like hell yeah let's yeah. absolutely um but at ours we don't have like the starting line mm-hmm. go kind of thing. It's like I I used to go to one that did have that. I'm familiar with that, but the one that Josh and I go to don't. Ours, our home one, our home turf. Yeah, our home turf doesn't have that. It's a little bit more laid back because right as the cart comes to rest, so it's like one, two, three, the carts come out. Yeah. It's not ten carts and then just feast on it, you know? But I've said on the show, like I've even in the however many episodes are out there a dozen two dozen um in the canon of this show um when i went to new york i got punched in the face you did? and that was probably the craziest outlet that i've been to was the one in new york but the punch to the face my glasses flew off but i wasn't really mad about it because i didn't know if it was on purpose because what if there is something i understand it's just like you're gonna elbow like a face or a like a boob or two. I like I'm the, sorry. I think you know when you get punched in the face on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it's always pretty clear. And I think like if you have to question it, I think it's good that it's it's probably yeah. an accidental, incidental kind of thing. Yeah, and so yeah, it's fair, it's fair. But that stuff does happen. I know something that doesn't seem it's happened it since we've gone to this outlet on our home turf, but it's not super common, but what's common with the other one is what I do. Cause I'm used to bigger outlets is you get a cart and you fill, you put all this stuff in the cart and put the cart against the wall and put a blanket over the cart and which, which Bryce named base base. That's base. That's base. Um, well, I used to go to an outlet while there was a whole wall, just a whole wall of carts, and they were all covered up with blankets, and people would steal out of your cart a lot over there. The new, Our new turf, not really. It has happened to us, but not like – it's not something that I worry about. Yeah, we've Because seen... we're like the only really ones that do the – yeah, we've base. seen people do it, but it's very infrequent. A lot of people there, yeah, push their goddamn carts around, mm-hmm. and that's really annoying. Please stop doing it. Yeah. Um, just Most set your don't, cart. But yeah. There's enough space on the wall. You can set a cart, and you can just go back and forth. You're walking around. There's enough downtime. You know, you mm-hmm. can go back and forth. It's good to get your steps in. And get some exercise. Yeah, keep your cart by the wall because if you push it through the aisles it's always in someone's way especially if the new stuff's coming out you're blocking room for somebody and also like i literally if it had nothing to do with that i would still do the base method who wants to literally push a cart up and down those aisles like push it up down up down you got to take your hands off it every time you turn to get in a bin you got to grab it you're always in somebody's it's way like a, you got to navigate around other carts a giant boulder on you yeah just pushing it around so, um, yeah, it gets kind of feisty, but you also have to see what, what did, uh, what did George Bush say when there's all that, like, man, I'm, I'm going to fuck up the quote, but he was saying like when, when tragedy strikes, you always see the good people so look for the good people of all the bad people. George Bush said that. I thought Mr. Rogers said when tragedy happens. I thought that was a Mr. Rogers thing. We said, like, my mother always said, Mm. when tragedy happens, look for the the helpers. Oh, that was Mr. Rogers. But George Bush said it. 
though. That's what he said. So, Mr. Rogers, it came from him? <laughs> Are you confused? Yeah, George Bush, man. I always associate with the, the good president, uh, George Bush Jr. No, W. Wasn't even Jr. He wasn't even a junior. He was W. He didn't G-dub. even get Yeah. Favorite president award, him. Um, always the favorite son. Yeah. But as George Bush said, uh, when tragedy strikes, always look for the good people. And that's what you got to do with these outlets, folks. You just have to see what's, you know, hang out with them. They're, they're good. Yeah, there's tons of good people out there. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing is it might get a little hectic, but it's everybody's there. Usually, I mean, you've got your flippers and, you know, your people there for shoes and to, you know, like buy clothes and stuff like that. But like We did see a shoe guy. There used to, go, there used to be shoe guys at our outlet, like, every time. They were gone for a while. I saw one of the ringleaders today. He was in like a khaki coat. He was back, and what's her face actually handed up some shoes as well. Deb was there. Yeah, Deb. she's like, "Hey, these are these are here." And that's mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, we all encounter each other. You get to be friends with people, and if you go mm-hmm. enough, you know, stuff like that happens. It is hectic, but mm-hmm. when you become a part of it, when you interweave yourself into mm-hmm. the culture, it works out really well. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That that's why I think we've become even like better friends doing the show together hanging out going thrifting i was that's how our friendship sort of started which is good it's just i was just like hey here's my life and you're like well here's mine i'm like all right yeah that's dope do you want do you want to play do you want to play 2k16 <laughs> do you want to play 2k16 <laughs> yeah. yeah all right all right okay. cool yeah. do you want to go thrifting you want to buy some junk mm-hmm. all right get an et backpack and some stuffed animals from your childhood you want to get a norbert want to do a segment about a norbert hell yes yeah. Chomping Norbert. Yeah. Yeah, hit that hit that beaver chomp. Just do the beaver chomp, and I'm going to outro the episode. Just keep going with that. <laughs> it's really it's tiresome to pull. It's a really long cord. <laughs> he doesn't have a battery. I thought he was battery-powered when I All bought right, him. All right, I'll do it real quick. Special thanks to Steve Barris. Steve Barris. Barris.bandcamp.com. Alternate reality, of course. Um, look up Bluffs on Facebook. Why not? But... Uh, Bluffs is ready to come out with a new EP, so check that out. Alternate Reality, the theme for our show for many reasons. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Thrifty Podcasts. Look that up. Stream it. If you want to show us your thrift haul picks, thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. And yes, I still use Yahoo. New sign-off this week. Get roached. <laughs> Get roached.